Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Near Mint Fanboys podcast. Uh, we're your host, Fred. And Brian. And Brian's here, too. Whoops. And I hit my mic stand. Don't worry, folks. We're, we're getting everything back in order here, so there's going to be some flubs and mistakes here. Uh, but we're back from <laughs> from hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> yet again. And we've, how's it been, Brian? I know we've already caught up a little bit before the mics went hot, but. Oh, you know, things have been pretty good. Uh, you know, just a lot of work in and not much time for anything else anymore, it seems like, you know. But I do miss doing this. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, I'm constantly thinking about it and just, like, like coming up with, like, subjects uh, to discuss, like, anytime just, like, through life, uh, like, seeing anything pop culture related or anything like that. I was like, oh, that would be a good episode. That would make a good episode. Well, yeah, I think that's maybe what prompted us to get on again. We've had a couple big things come in with, uh, you know, the uh, some action figures, some some movies are coming out, some you know some things come out, and, and it just really made me want to, hey, let's talk about this. We don't we don't get to talk together very often anyway, so yeah, leave. yeah, and we always had a plan for the subject matter of this episode uh, for a while, just because uh, it was something uh, near and dear to our hearts because it ties in to things that we love is uh, action figures and and we and, you know and we had to wait until we had action figures in hand to record so that's right why, that's why it took so long we couldn't think well, of anything else to talk about until we got these action figures in our hand. and then i i know the two guys who watched the kickstarter for this personally yeah. uh you know and have helped uh him out and some other things and uh, you know, conventions and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's a good guy. He's, you know, uh, done right by me, um, you know, and I've helped him out in the past. So, you know, of course I wanted to support this endeavor because it's, it's a unique endeavor and it's, you know, like I said, near and dear to my heart just because of the scale of figures, you know, in a world so much, everything's so much six inch now. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to see the smaller scale that is true do we want to go ahead and uh, jump into this uh, toy excitement that we've been <laughs> holding on to for sure so we're sitting there hadn't said anything buried the lead i guess <laughs> <laughs> so so what we're talking about is uh uh i'll make sure i read this right so chicken fried toys launched a kickstarter uh, a friend of mine john russell and his uh partner Paul, uh, and I may butcher his last name here, Mundheim, I believe is how it's pronounced, um, have been working on this project longer than I've known him. Uh, and uh, they finally were able to get it off the ground, and it's the Dime Novel Legends uh, Western action figures uh, that they kick-started and was able to fund and got the first series of figures out and everything like that, and now they're currently working on a second series and trying to do horses and do some other things. Um, uh, they've got some other things going on where it's, uh, you can buy, they're doing some convention exclusives, which I'm hoping I'm able to, to swing one of those. Uh, yeah. uh, and they're based out of Dallas. So they are going to do some local conventions in Dallas with some exclusives. There's the, uh, GI Joe action figure and toy show. That's a, a yearly event that I know they're for sure doing an exclusive for that. I can't remember what it is, um, but it's not a part of the initial line that uh, I have sitting. I actually have them sitting here in front of me. Yeah. And just went through and pulled them out and everything like that. Yeah. So you have, you have a full. Do you and Chase both have a full set? We got a full set of nice. the, uh, the the Kickstarter uh, figures and everything. The only thing we don't have are like the blank cowboys. But as far as the individual characters and everything we both got a full set nice i got about i got six of those figures uh and luckily the the second wave i think is, has some of the the figures that when they couldn't meet meet the stretch goals and kickstarter they're just uh, releasing them in the second wave right so we still get a chance to to get them uh and yeah and it's cool because i mean because we've collected like gi joes and Right, this Star Wars and the, figures, and, and if I hadn't said it, you know, this is the the one sixteenth scale, the yeah. three and three quarter scale, the you know the the smaller 
ones that, you know, had the little weapons that, you know, the first figures I ever remember getting in the scale like this, besides G.I. Joe, were the, uh, the Lone Ranger Ooh, I was going to bring that up, yeah. <laughs> Man, I loved the Lone Ranger figures. They had the horses, the little mm-hmm. guns and knives, and I had Tonto and the Lone Ranger and Wild Bill Cody <laughs> and uh, a couple of the horses, and I wish I still had them. <laughs> yeah, me too. And they were they were cool figures, uh, especially for something in that in that time frame. Uh, you know, they were really good detailing, to be honest, at that time. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they even had the I, uh, the stance for the, the characters had to be in such a way where they could sit on the horses because I don't think yeah. they had they didn't have like the GI Joe rubber. No, they didn't have ball joints. They had uh, they had kind of a wedge waist so when you pulled the the legs up at the hip joint they spread out so that they could sit on the horse but it was it was just a it was just a normal swim gym they didn't have the ball joint kind of thing that gi joe had where you could put their legs in any direction no so uh but yeah i know that that was a big inspiration or those figures were one of the big inspirations for this line Mm -hmm. Uh, and everything like that. So and even to the uh, so much so that they even offered a masked vigilante yes uh, figure. <laughs> that was one of the stretch goals that I was super excited that they that they met. That way I could get <laughs> yeah. get my hands on one of those figures. They uh, I know I don't know if they're going to do a specific Tonto, but I know they have plans, and I don't know if it's in their second Kickstarter wave. Uh, um, if they're gonna do any Indians, but I know it's it's in the works. That would be cool. I have the where's the because the... they they're doing something else right now, and you've got the website pulled up. I don't have it pulled up right now, uh, but they're they're doing some things where you can purchase some figures. They're not necessarily doing it as a Kickstarter thing, but they're trying to get enough people to agree to purchase some to do kind of a a one point five wave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they have what they're called. It's a pre-order of Series One, Wave Two. Uh, right. It's on ChickenFryToys.com. If anyone wants to go uh, check it out. And yeah, so they have. Yeah, so some of these figures are ones that didn't get made on the first wave that that I can recognize here. I guess because they didn't meet the specific stretch goals. Mm-hmm. So they have like uh, the gunfighter, the head honcho. The Prospector, which I really like, because he has a little uh, <laughs> yeah. pan with gold in it. Uh, the Sheriff. It reminds me of uh, Cookie from uh, uh, yeah. uh, Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he does. <laughs> or, or, or kind of like uh, also the, uh, shoot, what was the, the character in uh, the Toy Story 2? Oh, or that one <laughs> that Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they've got the sheriff and the vaquero, which I was really wanting to get that one in the first wave. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna definitely get him in this. I mean, you're gonna witness me adding this guy to the cart. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 unfortunately, I probably am not gonna be able to do this. I just, I can't swing the money on it right now. But I highly recommend these figures, and I know there's gonna be some variations of these that are gonna be. Um, uh, conventions exclusives. Yeah. Um, but they do are planning to kickstart a second series. Um, but like I said, this is, this is them trying to get the rest of these, um, done. And I don't know. I mean, I don't have the money for it right now, but maybe I will, maybe it'll, it'll stay up for a little while. Cause that give me all your leads. is not a bad price for all the figures. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's one twenty five. Mm-hmm. And you know it's twenty eight dollars a figure individually, um, and you know it, it sounds like a lot for a figure of this size. But when nobody out there is making figures in this scale anymore, and this is kind of the scale that you know you fell in love with and everything like that, I it's not bad. Yeah, I mean for the level of detail, I mean because you don't get this kind of detail in like the bigger figures either. I mean because they have. Like removable scarves, and they have gun belts, and that you can take yep. off, and you can you can switch the holsters around if you want to make them. Yeah, because like even the holsters are separate from the belt. Yeah, exactly. 
You know, they did a they did a lot of detail. They've got as much articulation in a figure of the scale as you can get right now. They even have little uh, on three of the figures in the original wave. They have little badges that they mm-hmm. sent in loose that you can glue on. Yeah. Uh, the marshal, the uh, territories lawman, and the uh, outlaw. Uh, the vigilante. The vigilante. Yeah. They I have guess. little badges that you can they 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 molded them separate and everything yeah. like that, and you can actually glue them on to the deal. <laughs> and I almost lost that badge not knowing it was in there, and I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize they weren't <laughs> they weren't glued on either, so we were real careful. I haven't glued mine on. I actually, you know, I just pulled them out and ran them under hot water tonight before the show to get the joints all loose and mm-hmm. everything. Kind of posed them on the table here. But I think it'd be kind of neat to just kind of go through, you know, some of these. I can show you some of the ones you don't have mm-hmm. and just kind of do that, and I give a little bit of detail on some of these i don't know as much as uh john but i know he told me some things about these some of them the heads are modeled after him and some uh other people mm-hmm. uh you know um i don't think they got the in the kickstarter where they had i can't remember if they had anybody do the pledge where they could get their own face molded on but oh, i know yeah. they had that as an option did you notice, uh, to, for me anyway, I know it, it seemed like some of the, the characters look like uh, characters from movies because, like, the uh, the Marshall, uh-huh. uh, to me, looked a little tombstone-ish. They, they did that on purpose. Did he? Okay, because um, I was yeah, just like, that looks like Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it definitely, uh, you know, they obviously couldn't call him you know, Wyatt Earp or, or mm-hmm. anything like that. But uh, there was intention there to to give the visage of, you know, and there's there's one um, that I have is the, uh, or the, the I'm going to forget the name of uh, it. I think it's the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Is, is modeled after Quigley Down Under. Yes. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. You know, so, you know, there's that. And so, then you've got the... the <laughs> um, I think they call him the gunfighter, but he's obviously any cowboy. Oh no, he's actually called the man in black. Mm-hmm. So he's like every cowboy trope has a you know a man in black. Yeah, you know, thing like that, and he's definitely definitely that. So yeah. you know, I'm sure there's some other things that I don't know um, what they tried to do, <laughs> but I know those those there's you know three specific. <clears throat> or four specific ones counting the vigilante yeah. that they uh, well, uh, uh, intentionally made to look without you know crossing any lines or anything. Yeah, you know, I noticed. Uh, to me, I also felt like the 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 territories lawman has a little uh, Django uh, feel yeah. to him. Definitely does. I, I, I think maybe the pants may have been involved in that. <laughs> and I mean, and I talk like I said, you know, I, and what I, you know, we'll grab him first because mm-hmm. he's definitely the unique figure out of here. Um, just being that he's an African American descent, mm-hmm. um, you know, but the the pinstriping on the legs and the paint detail on these is just incredible yeah what they were able to to pull off i mean even the little bit of grain in his mustache and hair yeah um you know i'm i don't remember i'm not sure which all ones you got but uh of the six i have the vigilante the territories lawman the sharpshooter the trail boss uh the ranch hand how many is that five and Man, what other? I can't remember. I don't have them on. Okay, I said the vigilante already. Ooh. I don't know. I, I remember that I got enough where I could make my own young guns uh, team. <laughs> I guess it's the trail boss, or the yeah ranch hand trail boss, sharpshooter, territories lawman. Uh, yeah, we'll say that's we'll say that's and the, the vigilante and the vigilante. <laughs> um. But yeah, and they all come with their own uh, little uh, stands. Yes. That it's, it's which is cool because it's at least mine are anyway the the lo- the chicken fried. Yeah, and they came in two different colors. They're red, mm-hmm. and then they did the the brown, and they all have the the chicken fried logo on there, um, which is <laughs> which is a great logo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I really like it. It really kind of pops. It's 
it's a neat looking thing. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, they they did you know they did full card backs and did them in bubble. And mm-hmm. I tell you what, these things, I had a hard time. I, of course, I'm the type to just open all my toys, but yeah. I had a hard time getting the bubbles off without damaging the package too yeah. much. They were on there really well. Yeah, and it. I just noticed this. I didn't realize it on the, the cards mm-hmm. on the front where the bubble was. It tells you what things were in that package with it. You know, like the Territories Lawman, it says accessories, hat, vest, bandana, belt, oh, really? two times holstered, two times peacemaker pistol. And I just noticed that. I didn't know that. Oh, set. Wow. I didn't notice that. I had to use uh-huh. I used an exacto knife to cut mine open because I because I, I wanted to keep the the card backs as clean as I yeah, could. Yeah, I wished I had done that now. <laughs> <laughs> I I did a pretty good job getting yeah. most of it off <laughs> without damaging it too much, just the deal. But I, I had no idea how tough they were going to be to get get off. Yeah, uh, you know, but uh, which is a know, testament the, to the quality. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's the point I was trying to get to is um, the quality of these things is just incredible. Mm-hmm. I I've never done any Kickstarters before, so I don't know how other ones go and everything like that. But if they were all this quality, I man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, and the, the interesting the first print run of these figures was only was two thousand pieces for each figure. Mm-hmm. So you know, there's there's really not that many of them out there. Yeah. If you think about, you know, regular production runs on toys and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So the amount of detail and, and quality you get in them to them and the, the fact that they're limited, you know, again, 28 bucks a piece for them is not a bad price. Yeah. You know, and you can still get a lot of them at uh, smalljoes.com because mm-hmm. uh, that's where they were doing what was left over. Because uh, Small Joe's, ordered quite a few of them themselves to, to do this, you know? Uh, so you can still get the, the first series of them uh, from there. And then they have, you know, the, the, the customizer packs, which are, you know, body parts and things like that, that, uh, that you can make your own cowboy figures with. And that's, yeah. you know, that's where the love of these and the, the, the desires come from is the two guys were our customizers. Uh, that's uh, how they got into this, or you know, GI Joe got them into this. But uh, they became toy customizers, making their mm-hmm. own figures and parts and things like that. So, and they're they're designed to where where the parts can be easily popped off and yeah, yeah, they've got that things that uh, uh, the legs come off real easy mm-hmm. and you know things like that. And these are these are meant to be customized. All the vests and stuff like that come off fairly easy and everything like that. You know, it's, they're, they're, they're a quality figure. No. Yeah. Cause I wanted oh. to get one of the, the blank ones. Uh, cause I wanted to make a Marshall Dillon uh-huh. uh, from Gunsmoke figure. Well, and he knew people would want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's why they did, they did what they did on that. Did you guys get all the, uh, like the accessories also, or just the figures? Uh, just the figures yeah. uh, and what they came with, you know. Um, uh, you know, I, I can I can get stuff from him. I just mm-hmm. I I don't customize as much as I would like, and uh, I know Chase has gotten more stuff than I have from him. I'm not sure what all he's gotten. I know he's he's given me some parts before on stuff, some some uh, jackets and things like that. So, <clears throat> and it's all made out of the same quality stuff. Mm-hmm. So. It's just usually not painted. Yeah. You know. I just noticed like on one of the accessory packs, I have to look at my figures to see if it's done this way too. But I was looking at an image of one of the accessory packs and it's, that has a, you know, how like their uh, scarves or bandanas or whatever that they wear around uh-huh. the neck are removable. And it looks like, like you can put like a separate collar, like a shirt collar uh, in place yeah. of it also. And I was like, I never even noticed well, well, yeah, the the fireman mm-hmm. instead of a bandana has a little white shirt collar with a little black tie ah. that's removable. I see. Oh yeah, okay. Now I see that. Wow. wow that's a cool figure too. I should have got that one. Yeah, he's pretty neat. I'm gonna throw him up on here so you can take a look <clears> at him. <throat> uh oh, you froze. 
Oh no. <laughs> See, I've got him. I've got him pulled up on smalljoes.com. Yeah, so he's really cool. He's got the uh, the fireman's axe. Uh, he's got the 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 fireman's helmet with the big logo on there and everything. Really interesting. Got a little water bucket and then a, um, a breach tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and uh, and one of the things I really like about his figures is they went to the point of putting a little plug in the hole where the screw goes. So you don't see the screw. Now you can still take them apart because you can pull that plug out very easily, um, and get to the screw. So you can take them apart. But they did think about having this plug there, so it matches up and lines up and everything like that. So if you can, you probably can't see it there. Let's see if I can. Uh, yeah, oh, you're still frozen. I'm still frozen. You still have? Do you have a video? Yeah, I got a of myself up here. I can see me, and then I see your frozenness. Let's Mm. see, what does this do? Uh, Yeah, my camera's catching me, so I don't. (laughs) Oh well. Anyway, so on the backs of where the normally you would, like with GI Joe's, you would see the screw. They've got a little plug on all of these that plugs in there oh, yeah. and matches up, and it's it's really neat. So you know that's the that's the fireman. Um, one of the other unique figures is the bartender. Uh, let's see, I like him. I didn't get him, but doesn't he come with like a? Oh yeah, he comes with like a a keg. So he comes with this. He comes with this. A couple of things. He comes with this barrel that has a little stand. Yeah. And what's neat about this is on the barrel you can do two different kinds of barrels. You pull the the. There's one that says beer and it's got a little tap on it. Well, if you pull that out and pull the the lid off of it, you can turn it around, put it back in the barrel, and then it says pickles. <laughs> So, and the barrel's really nicely painted, very detailed weathering and things like that. And then he's got a little separate apron, and then he's got a vest that has these all these little paisleys painted on it. Yeah. And then he's got a little beer mug. <laughs> and it's got beer in it, but it can come out and be an empty mug. So it's got a frothy deal of beer in it, or you can pull it out, and it's just an empty mug. Oh, really? oh wow, that's cool. I thought it was just a full mug. <laughs> I, I thought it was, too, until when we were opening it up. The, the little beer accessory fell out of it. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, and then I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> that's an awesome detail. So, the, you know, that's. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so that's, that's, that's the bartender, you know, and that's, that's kind of the quality detail you're looking at with these. Did the, you know, did the barrel come separately or did he have it packaged in there some way? Unfortunately, it did come separately. Okay. There was. Because to get, if they would have had bubble packed it with it, um, they couldn't get as many figures to a case. Yeah, oh, that's true. So they just did them separately, and anybody who ordered them got a little baggie with the barrel in it. Um, cool. And then one of the other, I think, unique figures is the um, the Garrison KP Trooper. Mm-hmm. He's kind of neat because he comes with a pail that has two potatoes and he has a knife so he can sit there and cut his potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good looking figure. He's got a rifle and a, a holster with a, uh, uh, a pistol in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he's uh, the little standard military hat and everything like that. looks like a very civil war, uh, union trooper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, cool. I don't know much about military, so I don't know if he's technically Civil War or not, but mm-hmm. he definitely has that look from movies and things like that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the, uh, like the the weapons are super detailed. I'm just looking at the... They, like the I, again, I'm not a big weapon person, so I don't know, but from what John told me, all these are modeled after real weapons. Yeah, they so definitely look like it. You can pull... You know the the and the hammer on the rifles. 
Right. So like the the KP trooper comes with a outlaw pistol and a carbine rifle, mm-hmm. while one of the other ones has a the marshal has a double barrel shotgun. Yeah. You know, and then you know peacemaker pistols. <laughs> you know, so if you hold them up closely, there's going to be some that are similar, but they're they're the, even the pistols they're not all the same mold. Yeah. I mean, some of them are just depending on which character he gave which guns. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the rifles, they're all different. They're all painted a little bit differently. Uh, you know, some of them have a little more detail in them than others. Uh, you know, like the the vigilante. You know, here's a good example of, of that. He's got a silver gun with a white handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his rifle has a gold uh where the uh, gold uh, trim, I guess, and a silver uh, little pump action, and then it's there's wood paint, and then there's gunmetal paint on there. And of course, this is you know this is the Lone Ranger for everybody. <laughs> you know, he's got the big white hat and everything, uh, and the hooded head and the red bandana. You know, um, <clears throat> and I mean, I don't think anybody would look at that and not think. Oh, that's the Lone Ranger. <laughs> uh, I like the the detail on like him and uh, the the marshal, like the the ones that have like the longer coats, where like yeah. the, the coat folds back over the holster. Yeah, so that you can position them into like that quick draw. Yeah, kind of thing. Like that's well, a really cool detail. The man in black's really cool too, because he's got the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. except he's got a front draw holster as well, because all he comes is two pistols. Mm-hmm. So he's got this little side pistol and then a front draw, cross draw pistol. Oh, yeah. That's the other figure I have. <laughs> oh, the man in black? Yeah. Because I, I need a bad guy. Yeah. That's... You know, and I, I, again, it's funny. He is in all black, but he's still extremely detailed. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's not a whole lot of paint apps on him. <laughs> You know, or anything like that, but he still looks really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Or the the guns on mine are all black, or is it the same? Yeah, color? they're they're all black. <laughs> but yeah, so that's like, a cool detail. Yeah. Him and uh, I can't remember which one is that one. Is that the cowpuncher? Yeah, cowpuncher. This way, because his weapons are all brown. Like there's no detail paint detail on him. They're just all brown. Yeah. And you know, some of them have little, uh, uh, side knives mm-hmm. with a little side holster to hold them and things like that. And, yeah. and I believe, I know for a fact, I think it may be the cow puncher also, but the, the trail boss figure that, that face is John Russell, one of the, the designers, for this his that is his head that is his figure that is him <laughs> so let's see yeah oh, wow yeah we got him yeah like what you're saying with the uh the like the sharpshooter like he has a rifle that only his figure has because he has like, right. like a, a basically a sniper thing. rifle yeah just got the <laughs> scope on there and you know he's got a completely different shirt from a lot of guys because he's got that 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 full button thing mm-hmm. where none of the other guys have that. Yeah. You know, uh, and it, again, it's to make him look like you know quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the saddlebags, the saddlebags which he's the yeah. only one that has the saddlebags too. <laughs> and I was actually trying. I was getting some pictures of of this particular figure the other day, and I'll probably post it here as the episode comes out. And for the life of me, I could not pose him with that saddlebag over his shoulders like I wanted. I was like, ah. Yeah, it, I was trying it a little bit. It's it's kind of hard. You almost need a, like a little, if you want to pose it, like a little sticky tack or yeah, something. Yeah, probably, yeah. You know. Oh, I got it to hold. Oh, nobody nobody breathe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but even the saddlebag, like, it's got like the, the gold little buckle gold on buttons. it. The bullets on his belt are gold. Uh-huh. It's like, wow. Yeah, they they did a really good job. I, yeah. The pinstriping and the little bit of silver on the buttons and things like that is yeah. what kills me. Yeah, you know they the really incredible figures. Um, you know the 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 Marshall figure 
I like him. You've got the little silver chain in his vest where you know his pocket watch is. Yeah. He's got that long handlebar mustache. <laughs> you know. Well, even like the the mold of their hands is amazing. Like it's almost like you can. There's veins in their hands, and then uh-huh. the way that the hands are. I mean, because it's not like the standard GI Joe, like C-shaped hand where you just put a gun no. in there and that's it. Like the well, fingers are articulated. Uh, I mean, not and, like posable, but like they're in a yeah. A they've human... got it split so that if you put it, his gun in his hand, one finger can go in the trigger yeah. hole. You know, um, and yeah, that's that's great. And they, it's hard to tell on these, but they do have wrist action. Yeah, there, there is a wrist movement, not just spinning around, mm-hmm. but there is a little up and down wrist movement. They do have a little joint there, but those coats, uh, the arms on the coats, kind of cover them up pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. You, you you don't see it real well. Yeah. But it's there. We're getting closer to where they might be able to so someday we'll have figures that can hold their rifles like, <laughs> like, like hunters and stuff like that. Like right now I just pose them where they kind of have it down at their hip. Right. Like fast <laughs> pump action style. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, that's... <sighs> That's it's it's an incredible line, you know, and and like I said, they did a lot of knowledge on their stuff, you know, things like that with the different style holsters, holsters and stuff with the uh, the the lawman, the man, I cannot keep the names of these straight in my head. The (laughs) territory lawman, he's got the two cross draws draw holsters. Mm You know, and it's just the way they set on the hip and everything like that. You know, a lot of them have basic draw, <clears throat> you know, uh, and everything like that. And the, the KP Troopers got the kind of holster that kind of sits. Well, you can move it around, but it looks like it kind of sits on the on the back of his hip, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see that. And everything. So, yeah, I mean, all in all, I, man, it's... The first Kickstarter figures were amazing, and as long as they keep this quality up, they're good. all the figures are going to be amazing. If you like the scale of figures, there isn't another set of cowboy figures out there. Nope. I mean, this this is it, yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, they're they're really well done. Uh, I highly recommend them, and not just because I know the guys, but mm-hmm. I highly recommend them because I know them and I know the kind of quality of work and effort they put into these. Cause yeah. I watched a lot of it happen and, and come into place. Yeah. So that's cool. And definitely, uh, if you have a chance, support them guys, that way we can keep getting more waves of these. <laughs> oh, these absolutely. Figures. And, uh, you can a couple different ways. Again, they, uh, they have a Kickstarter, uh, it's uh dime novel legends. They have their website, which is, uh, no. chickenfriedtoys.com yep <clears throat> and then also you can find figures from the first kickstarter at smalljoes.com that's right yeah and if you go to the chickenfriedtoys.com like to to order it takes you automatically to the and then you can order the the wave 2 mm-hmm. from chickenfriedtoys.com to do the pre-order for those yep um and you can get all those figures. Was there five uh, five of them uh, for one hundred and twenty five dollars for a pre order, yeah. and that that gets you all five figures. And I, in all honesty, that's that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I agree. I would probably do it if I had the maybe Santa will bring them or order <laughs> them for me. And the turnaround time on the figures wasn't terribly long for a Kickstarter. No, it was a good... And I had some snags, but well, I mean... Yeah, from the well. first... Anybody who has a first Kickstarter, there's delays, and even more so on things like this, because all this stuff is done in China. Yeah. You know? So they have to... You know, they send the initial things to China, they have to get proofs back to see if it's what they want. If they're not, they got to send that back and redo it, and then they get that back, and then they got to do you know, paint apps. And if that's not right, they got to send that back. And then, and mm-hmm. then, you know, once they've done all that checking, make sure everything's like they want it, then they have to do the mass production on it. And, uh, so it, it's an involved process, yeah. you know, um, big companies like, you know, Mattel and Hasbro make it look easy because they got lots of money to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was about two years 
for this Kickstarter mm-hmm. to, to from from the time it ended to the time we got figures in hand. It was almost two years. Yeah. Um. I mean that's rough, but you can still get these figures. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they yeah, are they are still limited, but you can <laughs> still get them. They've got new ones that are available because they went ahead and they have the tooling and everything set up for these. That's why they're doing the pre-order. If they can get the pre-orders done for this to the amount that they want, then they can send those off, and these should come a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. And the process will just quicken as as they get the deal, and they've got the tooling, and they've already got some of these things. Because for this, this was all brand-new tooling. Well, now yeah. they can reuse some tooling and things like that. So you're talking about something that if people get on this and, and this Kickstarter and stuff, they can keep going and make better products uh, and get them to you quicker. Yeah. So yeah, support these guys. If you <laughs> like cowboy action figures. Cause I'm still, I'm still waiting on Cause I did another Kickstarter for uh, other figures of this size uh, around the same time that these came out and I'm still waiting on them. Uh, but another Kickstarter group uh, did the, uh, is it Eagle force? Yeah, they've yeah. had some bad yeah. delays and backups big and things like those. that. So, because I, yeah, I've, I, I've, I've kept track with them, and, and John knows some of the guys from mm-hmm. that group, too. Yeah. Um, now, one of the other ones that I think they've just, they're about to ship out are the Animals of the Kingdom ones. Did you see those? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're about to ship out, because um, uh, I've been watching, I keep tabs on them on Facebook, and the, those figures look really cool. Mm. But... Yeah, I mean, it, it's great that there are people out there making figures in this in this scale when, uh, you know, <clears throat> Hasbro's pretty much given up on this scale, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have the Lennar doing, you know, their corpse figures and things like that, and that's about all you can find. Though I did just show Chase uh, something. Uh, Lennar's going to be got the license to do the Aliens figures. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, and, you know, with Lennard, they do pretty good. And their their articulation has gotten better over the years. But they're inexpensive. They're the, super inexpensive. It's crazy. The, the, the parent company's Chap Mai. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, they've done the, they've gotten some licenses. They did the Rock, or not the Rock. They did the Jumaji figures. They did the Rampage figures. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of their they're just their own creations are pretty yeah awesome because they, they did like a didn't they do one where it looked kind of like dino riders where they had like uh, yeah like army figures that ride dinosaurs and saber two tigers <laughs> yeah so you know i mean they're good looking figures you know and 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 but that's that's what we the people who collect the one sixteenth scale or the three quarter scale mm-hmm. figures that's that's what's available to us now yeah. you know the the big companies don't cater to the scale of figure anymore. Mm-hmm. The only other ones I know are the Haya toys, mm-hmm. and they're—I mean—they're twenty-five bucks a piece, but they're mm-hmm. doing like Predators and Aliens, and their 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 figures, their Predators and Aliens are fantastic. Mm-hmm. But their little guy figures, like the the Colonial Marines, are a little bit shorter than these guys here, and they're not near as detailed. Yeah, I've got a couple of the just the Predator figures, and I've got some some on pre-order, but I haven't ordered any of the. Uh, I think I I was tempted to do their RoboCop, but then I was just like, because eh, it didn't it didn't look good to me. Yeah. Uh, but and I think the the quality is really good. I mean, in terms of detail, but man, I've had issues with their joints. Yeah, the, the thin joints. <laughs> they do the aliens and the predators really well. Mm-hmm. They really do, but. They're ones that look like guys or regular people don't look that great to me. Yeah. Um, I I was interested because they were planning on doing the tank from the second Alien mm-hmm. movie or Aliens. Yeah. And I don't know if they ever put it out, but I was really interested in that. But after I saw what their guy figures looked like, I was like, man, if, if they do it to scale their human figures, it's not going to fit anything else. Mm-hmm. So I kind of backed off of that. The the ones that I like in that 
that size are the uh, Ori toys, those acid rain figures. Mm. Like those, I've got about three of those, and those are awesome. Oh, did you get some of those? Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've kept an eye on those. I really like the way they look. They're super cool. Their articulation is... It, it's some really good articulation, but it's really sensitive because I, I broke an elbow on one of them. Mm. Uh, but so I'm real careful with the other the other two that I have. But and it, they're, they're they're pretty cool, and they come like in these little like hard clamshell like military storage boxes that you can actually <laughs> you, you can use for like dioramas and stuff. Like you can oh, use their cool. yeah, it's pretty neat. And then they they just keep getting more detailed and more detailed, and that's just for you know they get popular so they're going to keep making better quality stuff so just like these are cowboy action figures if <laughs> if we can make them popular they'll make more stuff well you know he's got plans to do a stagecoach he wants yes. to do a stagecoach yeah i saw like in the in the first kickstarter like he had like a, a demo one of it and i was like oh man if he can somehow do that <laughs> And that, and that would be neat. And hopefully the Kickstarters go enough that he was able to do that. Yeah. Now the the horses, he he wants to do those, but um, it's kind of hard because uh, uh, Boss Fight Toys mm-hmm. is doing horses for their um their uh, their figures. Yeah. Their, and there there's another company out there that's doing incredible figures in this scale. Yeah. Um. And they're they've just released. Are, are about to release horse figures and things where you can change the heads and make them Pegasuses and Griffins mm-hmm. and giant deer and things like that. So wow. there's a lot of cool things in the scale out there, but it's it's not a cheap hobby anymore as it was yeah. when me and you first got into <laughs> it. <laughs> Action men from Bonanza, the Cartwrights, the greatest Western toys ever. Little Joe, fastest left-handed draw in the West. Ben, the toughest pioneer who ever rode the plains. And Hoss, always ready for a good fight. You can even get the outlaw, the meanest desperado you ever saw. Watch out! He's getting away! Hit him, Hoss! Pow! You got him! And you can get the trailblazing four-in-one Bonanza wagon. Each Cartwright comes complete with over a dozen accessories. Each horse has action ooze. You can buy Little Joe's Pinto, Hoss's Stallion, and Ben's Big Buckskin. The action men from Bonanza will put you right in the Wild West. Buy American Character, the hottest brand around. But I, I don't guess any hobbies are really cheap anymore. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Even the the hobby that that we've loved for so long, uh, outside of toys like comic books, is oh. ridiculous. Yeah, when you when you pay uh, you know uh, five dollars for a comic at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, yes, have you seen or heard of the hundred page? DC Giants at Walmart. I've, I've heard of them, but I've never seen them. Uh, and the, the word online uh, from like like uh, Scott Snyder and stuff like that is that they're they're hard to track down. I I'm fortunate. I guess I live in a small enough town that nobody knows about them, uh, <laughs> so I'm always able to pick them up. But I I never got I didn't get in on the first wave of them, and they were initially. Walmart exclusives, like they only came out at Walmart, and they had yeah. Justice League and uh, uh, Batman and Superman. So I never got the Batman or Superman because they they went 16 issues before they canceled, and they they just recently canceled the Walmart exclusivity of it. Yeah. So apparently they were selling well enough at Walmart that DC decided, hey, let's not make this a Walmart exclusive anymore. Let's make this something we sell at all the comic places. So yeah. they decided to relaunch the titles. Um, uh, cause I was getting flash and, uh, swamp thing and wonder woman and teen Titans mm-hmm. when they added those new titles and they went up to seven issues before they canceled out. And what's neat about these hundred page issues is they've got backup stories with other characters and things like that. And there's a, some, a lot of rehash stories from old stuff and things like that. Mm-hmm. But each one of them has at least a little 
three or four page original story that can continue through the issues. Yeah. So there's original content in these. It's not just reprints. Yeah. And so that's kind of why I picked them up. That and anytime Walmart gets something that nobody else does, it's kind of nice to pick it up, especially in the comic end of it, because they get torn up. They nobody finds them, and they they do kind of become a little rare. Yeah. Even though I'm sure the print runs are huge on these. So anyway, uh, so these comics, you know, anytime you see something exclusive to Walmart, it's a good idea to pick these up and 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 find them. So I kept going uh, with them and got you know all seven issues of Flash, uh, Wonder Woman, Teen Titans, which I gave to my son, so I probably won't get those back. <laughs> and uh, and Swamp Thing. Uh, but he really enjoyed them, so it was nice. <clears throat> so they, then they said they were going to relaunch these, but they were going to make them mass market. So I was like, well, okay. So I or- ordered a couple of them from, uh, from uh, Duncanville Bookstore because I've been kind of getting my comics mailed to me from them. Uh, and then so they had some of those pop up. Uh, and then the number ones came out at Walmart because they were going to do them both at Walmart and at at your regular comic realtors or uh, distributors. Uh, and I'm like, well, I didn't get this one and this one, so I, I picked one of them up at the at the Walmart. I thought, I you know, I, I guess I could just get these at Walmart instead of getting them at the comic book store. There's no really point to getting them from both places. Yeah. You know, I'll just just try to focus on getting them. Well, I got one for my son, and uh, it was, uh, and they've got a couple different titles right now. So they've got several different titles. They've relaunched Batman. Um, they've yet to relaunch Superman. They've done Swamp Thing, and all of them got new number ones. They've done Swamp Thing, Wonder Woman. They have an Aquaman one now, a Batman and Supergirl World's Finest, a Flash. They have Teen Titans Go and Superhero Girls. So I got Superhero Girls for Braden because he's, en- he's enjoying watching the cartoon. Yeah. And so I was gonna. I always put his comics in my little. Uh, and I guess I'll spot or you know promote this um, website. It's called uh, League of Comic Geeks. They're not paying us or anything, but <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, it's a really cool database for keeping track of your comics. They have covers. They do variants and everything like that. So I pulled this up and noticed there were two covers. For his superhero girls. Well, I'm like, well, what's the difference? And I read them. Well, one's the Walmart cover. One's the retail cover. So it is still a good idea to pick these up at Walmart because they are different covers. Um, And anybody who likes variant covers and things like that, this will appeal to them because, hey, look, you may be getting it at your comic book store, but go see if you can find it at Walmart because the cover's different. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you that (laughs) cover is going to be rarer to find than the one at the retail. Yeah. You know? So, so I started picking them back up again. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to keep getting these. And I'm, I'm excited because I got in on Batman, the first shot and everything mm-hmm. like that. And again, these are, they have original stories in them. So it's not just a bunch of reprints and everything like that. There's always one original story in it. Uh, you know, and it's, you know, it, uh, in fact, in this Batman one, the new one, it's got two new stories in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, get, you know, they're like 20-page stories. And they get, like, good creators, too, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just looking to see if I could find the who did which story, you know. Mm-hmm. And these are the ones from Walmart are considered the mass market edition, uh, which I don't know if they're going to show up in any other places other than Walmart, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. bookstores are kind of coming or kind of fossils nowadays. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you'll find them at Barnes and Noble and things like that, but they're definitely continuing to put them out at um, Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is sometimes you can find out of print stuff at Walmart because Marvel does little five pay or five comic package deals. Mm-hmm. That's like 10 bucks or something like that. Really? And sometimes there's out of print stuff in that, that you can't get at the, it's the same thing that you would get at the comic book store, Mm -hmm. but they just package them up. And I guess they send extras to the Walmarts Mm -hmm. package them up with a bunch of other ones and, and send them there. So 
if you've got a Walmart over in their card section where they keep their Pokemon cards and everything like that, they should have a little comic book section. Mm-hmm. Look for these and find them. Okay, I was about to ask you, like, where are you finding them? Because I feel like <laughs> I've, I've torn that place apart looking for them. It, it's going to be usually near the front <clears throat> with the cashiers. You know how they have the baseball cards and the comic books, and now they sometimes have, like, little bobbleheads or, you know, things like that. There's usually a little aisle near the front. And that's where I've found the comics and the, the three Walmarts that I visit. Okay. Well, I, I won't be doing it during the holiday season just because Walmarts are notoriously <laughs> right. battlefields. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, I know you're a big Batman fan, Fred. Mm-hmm. I'll see if I can find issue one and two at the Walmart. If you can you. track that down, let me know. I will. But, uh, you know, that's that that's kind of my transition into these comics. I thought these 100-page giants were really cool, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, it's something DC used to do a long time ago, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of glad they're doing it again because there's some, again, it's, there's some rehash stories in there, mm-hmm. but it's nice to have new content and yeah, that's a good something that you're not going to find everywhere else. Yeah. When, when they first announced those, the first thing that came to mind that, that I thought they were going to be were those giant, like, bigger than magazine size oh the big um uh oh man what are those called yeah what were those called i have like a superman one like that treasury edition there you go yeah that's that's the first thing i imagined i was like oh they should those should be easy to find in walmart <laughs> do you still collect comics regularly besides those uh, I, I, I was out of it for a long time or not a long time. I, when we moved here, I didn't do much of it. I was keeping track of saga mm-hmm. and that was about it. Uh, and then, um, they did the house of X and powers of X. So mm-hmm. I contacted, uh, Duncanville bookstore and I got those all pulled for me. And then I got the first issues of all the, uh, the, the reboots of the X-Men stuff, Excalibur, mm-hmm. X-Men, Marauders, Fallen Angels, and things like that. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it started getting kind of expensive again, mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm going to back off that and just try to find them here locally. Yeah. Um, but I'm just probably going to just keep up with the X-Men stuff, and then when Saga comes back, keep up with that one. Um, but I had been getting you know, some variant, uh, or some second printings and variants from uh, Andy and everything, mm-hmm. and the, uh, the goal there was just to... Uh, to build up a little stock of comics, I think might be worth something doing a little speculate and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Cause my goal still is to open up a store. So cool. Yeah. We should do a, a vintage toy store slash comic book store. That's, that's, that's what I want to do. <laughs> you know, toys, comics, and games. Nice. Yeah. So, I, think um, I'm, I think I'm in one of my droughts. On, yeah. On comics. I, I, the last time I went was on Batman day. What was that back in September? And, and even then, like, oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and like even then, I was only I'm, I was only picking up like uh, Superman and action comics, um, and just because. Oh, what else was I getting? Detective comics uh-huh. only. I, I like I completely stopped with Batman altogether, just because I wasn't I wasn't happy with. Yeah, I heard. Um, uh, what's his name? King's writing wasn't. Some people really liked it, but a lot of people were just like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, I don't know, it's like reading, like you're reading a play. <laughs> and there's there's so much, like, empty space in there where it's just, uh, I don't know, like, just pages and pages of just, like, barely any dialogue. And I'm just like, come on, man, this book cost me, like, five bucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, shouldn't take, it shouldn't take me, like, a minute and a half to, to read this. And the dialogue that is there, it's just like, hey, Bat. Hey, cat. Oh, no. Follow me. <laughs> I'll follow you. Well, I was so mad at myself because I missed out on all the, on both the 1000 issue of Action and Detective. Mm-hmm. And I, I really wanted to pick those up, and I wasn't able to, and it really kind of annoyed me. So, but when I found out about um, House of X and mm-hmm. Powers of X and what, uh, I'm going to blank on his name now. Um, the writer uh, who had done all the stuff for Avengers, Hickman, mm-hmm. was kind of taking the helm of, I think it was Hickman. Yeah, Jonathan Hickman. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. I just if I'm, I'm wrong, you, you can blast us on <laughs> whatever. 
But, you know, it, seeing what he'd done with Avengers and everything like that. Um, so I was really interested to see how they went with this. And uh, it was, uh, that's why I kind of picked them back up again, you know. And uh, I've kept with with Saga. I haven't gotten everything I wanted to because they've done some big library-style editions of Saga. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to get all the trade paperbacks, too, and everything. Yeah. I love that book. Man, <laughs> I finally caught up with it and read the last issue before they went on hiatus, and I was like, Dude, man, that's, that was a devastating story. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I <clears throat> I find I just I have a hard time just being able to sit down and read anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the, those comics that I bought in September, I've, uh-huh. not, I've still not cracked them open. Yeah, I've only read half of the whole Powers comic, uh, Powers and House of X, um, and I like the story. I like where it's going, but I just, it's hard to sit down and read anymore. (laughs) Of course, I've got an eight-year-old that keeps me quite busy. (laughs) Um, We, he just, he just finished his second soccer season, and his team got number one in their league. Oh, really? Awesome! Yeah, I saw your post of his soccer games and stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, he's He's like a little dude. Yeah, he's he's only he is he is only like a foot and four inches shorter than me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, it he's gonna be ten and and as tall as me, yeah. not taller. It's like wow, man, where'd the time go? <laughs> With the little kid that called me Mr. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Did you see the uh-huh. uh, the uh, Elliot and ET? Oh my commercial? gosh! Yeah, I saw that yesterday. That was that awesome. Was awesome. That was really good. <laughs> it took me a while to figure out what is this a commercial for, <laughs> <laughs> and I still didn't get it till the very end. I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's gonna be a commercial for Reese's Pieces? Is this going to be a commercial for a car? You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to consider that canon in the ET universe. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that finishes out. <laughs> yeah, the extraterrestrial saga. Oh, speaking of finishing out stuff, mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, the CW stuff, uh, DC stuff, the uh, Legends and Arrow and all that and everything like that. So yeah. Brandon Routh, who's been playing the Atom mm-hmm. on Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow, uh, is reprising his role as Superman, and he's going to be playing the Kingdom Come Superman, mm-hmm. and they're going to say that it's canon, or f- for his movies, that he's playing the same Superman from his movie, so he's ending the Christopher Reeves trilogy... Yeah and things like that with this and being this Superman uh, and him as an older Superman. Yeah. That was cool. I Uh, thought that was really neat. Yeah. I wasn't sure how they were going to, if they were going to consider him as the same Superman he had already played. I I didn't think they were personally. I thought, Oh, this is just kingdom come Superman, you know, the, the different one or, you know, the older one and everything like that. Yeah. But to find out that they are doing that, I'm like, you know, I like that because yeah. even though that movie had problems, I still liked his version of Superman. Yeah, I like the uh, the guy that that's on there as Superman as Supergirl's cousin. Oh yeah, the Tyler Hoch yeah. is his name. Yeah, I think he's really good. Well, they're mm-hmm. talking about doing a Superman spinoff, yeah, a Superman and Lois spinoff with him, um, which would be cool because he does. He does a really good job as Superman. Mm-hmm. I watched him in the the Teen Wolf series on MTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of the werewolves and everything like that, and I watched him in that, and I really liked him in that. Um, which, for a reboot series that was something different, that Teen Wolf series was pretty good. Was a, yeah, I didn't. Watch, I heard it was good. I just never got around to watching it. it I mean, it's definitely teen drama-y. Oh. You know, but what is it nowadays? 
but I, I enjoyed it. I liked the actors in it. I liked the special effects. I liked the wolves. I liked the story that they told. So it 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 reminded me a little bit of of uh, like a darker Buffy. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, because it still had some campy moments and things like that. But it was it was pretty good. It was again, I was always impressed that it was MTV yeah. that did it. <laughs> When's the that's coming up? Uh, what next Sunday? What, the first. Uh, the, looks like yeah, the eighth uh, or something like that. Yeah, the eighth is the first one, and it looks like what they're going to do is do a couple episodes and then end for the holiday season, and then bring it back at the beginning of the new year. So yeah. you're, they're not going to finish it this year. Yeah, I'm getting my. I never have my hopes up too high. I mean, I, I love those crossover ones, but to me, it never it never gets as big as like I wish it would. Yeah. Because I have a feeling like they've they've got Tom Welling back, and mm-hmm. his, but I don't. I, I have a feeling he's he's not going to suit up at all. Probably not. Yeah. And uh, I have him and Lois back, and I, I'm going to guess that their scene is only on the farm. <laughs> probably. And it's not going to be like, oh my god, we're going to have three Superman fighting the Anti Monitor. It's just like in the comic. <laughs> I was like, don't get your hopes up, nerds. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed the one with uh, the Ray and mm-hmm. uh, that one. That was probably has been my favorite one yeah. so far, as far as their crossovers. Um, I've enjoyed how much they've catered to the fans in oh, this, yeah. in all the CW stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like they've really listened um, to things and and stuff like that. Because I think Arrow, you know. It, it had a rough start, you know, it was a little, it was definitely very CW drama but then yeah. they broke away from that. Um, the flash has been fantastic since yeah. season one. I love that show. Um, uh, Legend of Tomorrow. I really like that one, even though some others don't, mm-hmm. but I love that they brought, uh, Matt Ryan in from the Constantine TV failed Constantine TV show. Yeah. Um, and added him in there and, and kind of did a little justice league darky kind of stuff. And, uh, and then uh, Supergirl uh, has been really good too, mm-hmm. um, and what they've done with Martian Manhunter and, and bringing some other characters in there. And uh, the mm-hmm. new Batwoman isn't bad. I like who they got to play it, but I feel like it's kind of struggling with the same thing that the first season of Arrow had. So I hope you know, they break that mold a little bit and it, it'll, it'll come into its own. Yeah. But I, I, that's pretty much the only live TV I watch anymore or, yeah. you know, like week to week kind of show. <laughs> yeah. There are, there are soap operas. <laughs> These are the days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we promise we'll, find a way to do this more frequently and hopefully do some uh face to face soon. Yeah, that would gotta, be that would be I gotta good. travel down there sometime. Yeah, I keep I keep missing you. <laughs> yeah. I get I get in, into the area and I always just pass through heading someplace else. <laughs> but we'll do it, but stick with us and be sure to follow us uh on Facebook at uh, Near Mint Fanboys, Twitter at Near Mint Fanboys, or on our website, nearmintfanboys.com, or The Near Mint Fanboys. I've got both of those. If you like what you hear, uh, go to iTunes and uh, rate us. Five rate stars, please. Five stars. Whether you liked it or not, just give us five stars. Yeah. And... I mean, it takes the same amount of energy to do one star. Just do five. But anyway, guys, we'll see you guys later. This has been Fred and Brian. Y'all have a good one. Peace.